Buenos dias from Big Creek. This is a Rorschach Venezuela update from the 3rd of March 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Venezuela. This week, everyone's eyes have been on Russian invasion in Ukraine. On Tuesday the 1st, Vladimir Putin's Twitter account highlighted a phone call with Nicolás Maduro. The tweet confirms Maduro's support for Putin, as well as his condemnation of the destabilizing actions by NATO and the United States. In Venezuela, the academies of language, science, history, medicine, engineering, and politics have expressed their solidarity with Ukraine and condemned Nicolás Maduro's support of Vladimir Putin. Also, Venezuelan citizens demonstrated in front of Russian embassies in Venezuela and Colombia. They carried banners and Ukrainian flags to show their disapproval of Russia's actions. On Saturday, the 26th of February, it was decided to pull Russia out of the Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunication, known as SWIFT, which would prevent Russians from making international banking transactions. This measure would not only affect Russia, but also Venezuela, since, as a strategic ally, several of its funds are held in Moscow banks. Meanwhile, in the last week of February, the United States and Colombia conducted naval exercises in the Colombian Caribbean as a ratification of the mutual trust between both countries, as well as a part of the cooperative activities between the countries of NATO. As a consequence, on Monday, the 28th of February, the Venezuelan Minister of Defense, Vladimir Padrino, stated that immediate problems such as drug trafficking and terrorism in Colombia cannot be fought with nuclear submarines, categorically rejecting this type of exercise. In court news, Nicolás Maduro appeared at the opening of 49th session of the United Nations Human Rights Council in Geneva on Monday the 28th. In this occasion, Maduro took advantage of his speech to defend Alex Saab, asserting that the U.S. government had kidnapped him. In Spain, the police arrested four people for extorting Venezuelans involved in the PDVSA case. The detainees include an inspector of the police, his partner, a lawyer, and a collaborator who acted in coordination to facilitate arrangements to obtain national identity cards. They also asked for money to settle problems with the justice system. Also in Spain, the tax agency discovered serious accounting and tax irregularities in the company MS Trading. The owner of MS is Cristina Cañeque, the wife of former Spanish ambassador to Venezuela, Raúl Morodo, who is under investigation for allegedly laundering money from PDVSA. Dimitri Kobach, a researcher at the University of Tübingen, Germany, analyzed the number of infections and deaths from COVID-19. According to the study, Venezuela appears as one of the 18 countries with suspicious figures in terms of deaths from this disease, and among the three in terms of incidences of infections. Other countries that might have garbled their COVID records are Russia, Nicaragua, and Turkey. Back home in Venezuela, the Attorney General of the Republic Tarek William Saab announced the arrest of four people for belonging to a gang that trafficked used materials and PDVSA scrap metal. This gang would transport in trucks several strategic materials such as pipes and wires stolen from different PDVSA facilities to be sold outside the country. 
In economic news, the Venezuelan Observatory of Finance recently reported that inflation in dollars within Venezuela exceeds that of the United States, despite the fact that in Venezuela, there is no de facto dollarization, where all consumer goods are priced in dollars. The year-on-year inflation in foreign country in Venezuela is 45%, while in the United States, it is 8%. The recent explosion in the NFT market has had a very interesting impact in Venezuela. Many people have been working on crypto video games. Moreover, the first boutique collaborative platform for NFTs called BASIC opened in Venezuela. This platform seeks to be the intermediary of smart contracts for digital creators, musicians, artists, and anyone in Venezuela who needs support to trade their NFTs. Moving on to some sports news. On 27th of February, Venezuelan Paola Perez won the National Open Water Championship in Futrono, Chile. Perez won the 5-kilometer category with the lead of 1 minute and 15 seconds. Sadly, not even the sports world can escape from the horrors of the war. The daughter of Venezuelan soccer player Eric Ramirez was born on Sunday the 27th in Kiev, Ukraine. Ramirez is a player of the Dynamo Kiev team, but is staying in Spain for the winter. His wife, Fabiola Ramirez, had to be induced into labor in a hospital bunker in Kiev in order to be taken out of the country as soon as possible. In the next few days, mother and daughter are expected to be transferred to Poland. Hopefully, the whole family will reunite soon. And close this edition, last week in Venezuela celebrated Carnival festivities. During the last few years, traditional celebrations had dwindled due to the economic crisis and the pandemic. However, this year, the traditions of wearing costumes and celebrating parties returned to the country. In Merida, after several years, the sun fairs were celebrated again, where beauty queens were chosen and the tradition of bullfights returned. In the east of the country, the carnivals of El Callao returned with all their splendor to the streets, where beauty queens were also chosen and traditional dances and carriage rides through the streets of the city were held. Sadly, you can't expect it to be all peaches and cream. A political controversy arose when pictures of dozen children with the costume of Super Mustache circulated on social media. Traditionally, during Carnival, children usually dress up in costumes, and on this occasion, the Maduro government handed out hundreds of Super Mustache costumes, an animated action superhero that emulates Maduro rescuing the country from attacks by the United States and the opposition. And to close this edition, we recommend the film El Exorcismo de Dios, the second film by Alejandro Hidalgo, a Venezuelan horror film director. The movie was recently released in the country and has the largest distribution of a Venezuelan film in its history. The film is co-produced by several countries, and its cast includes Joseph Marcel, the butler from the Banks family in the 90s series, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. We need some feedback about these updates. Is there something you would change? Is there anything that needs some improvement? Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at venezuela at rorschach.com 
or follow us on Instagram at Rorschach Venezuela and Twitter at Rorschach V. Hasta la próxima. Thank you.